if you're looking at it from an agricultural basis, new moon is when you're planting your seeds. You're setting your intentions. And that's what you're doing at new moon. You are planting your seeds. Nothing sprouted yet. You're just setting your intentions. You're just putting those seeds into the ground. Welcome. Dancing with the Goddess is how we move through and experience life as modern mystic women. I believe anyone can be a modern mystic woman and experience awe, beauty, and magic in our daily lives. I'm Tora Irish Naimun, a modern mystic, author, and book doula. Join me as we discover who we are meant to be, explore different modalities for self-improvement and transformation, and reawaken to our goddess magic and feminine divine selves. I invite you to dance with the goddess with me. Here's today's episode. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the new moon. Last episode, we talked about the three phases of the moon and got a general overview of that. This week, we're going to dive deeper into the new moon and how we can use that energy in our lives and work with it. In my system, the Sacred Goddess Path, new moon is not astrological new moon, which was yesterday at the solar eclipse. I call that dark moon because you can't see the moon. It's conjunct with the sun. If you're looking at a scientific basis, it's conjunct with the sun. That's why we can't see it. When I'm working with the new moon energy, it's that first crescent, which is usually about two days. So we first see that first crescent. And I usually see that in the western sky right about twilight. So if you're watching the skyline, go outside, look towards your west. And it's not direct west, it's usually off to the southwest, actually. And look up and see if you can see that. You might need to go outside a couple hours and just kind of see when you can see it. It's, it's like right as the sun's setting, but not right at sunset. So it's like right in that twilight period is when you can first see the new moon. And then once the sun has fully set, then you can see it a little bit brighter. And in this new moon, you're only going to see it for a couple hours. What is the new moon for? The new moon is for newness. It's for starting out fresh and new for the month. And we're talking a lunar month, not a calendar month, because we know the calendar months don't reflect the lunar cycle at all. So we're looking at the lunar month and it's setting those intentions. That's one of the things that you can do at New Moon is set your intentions, set your goals for the month. Depending on the time of the year, you could be setting your goals for the quarter. Like this is October. You could be setting your goals at this New Moon for this last quarter of the year, for October, November, and December. So those are your little bit bigger goals. Otherwise, it's your intentions that you're setting for this month. 
this 28 to 30 day cycle. Another thing to do at new moon is to start a new project. This is the time that I like introducing a new program. If I'm doing a program or a course, it's the time I like to start a new book or publish a book. If you're looking at it from an agricultural basis, new moon is when you're planting your seeds. You're setting your intentions. You're saying, okay, this is what I want. When you start a garden, you look at your garden and you look at your seeds and you choose what vegetables, what plants you're going to plant for the year. And that's what you're doing at new moon. You are planting your seeds. Nothing sprouted yet. You're just setting your intentions. You're just putting those seeds into the ground. Besides physical things, such as starting a project or in your business, another aspect of working with the new moon is looking at what you want to bring into your life. This can be what do you want to manifest? What money do you want to manifest for this coming lunar cycle? What qualities in yourself do you want to bring out more fully that you want to plant? An idea would be you want to be more productive. That seed that you can plant at this new moon, an intention that you can set is I want to be more productive. I want to use my time more wisely. This is one for me. I've been falling in that trap of watching TikTok videos for way too late at night. And I would like to change that habit. So a new moon is a good time to start that change of that habit. It takes a good 30 to 45 days, 90 days to change a habit. You can start on new moon, like this is a good quarter. You're changing a new habit. So for this fourth quarter, you want to establish a new habit. So you can work on it for the entire quarter, not just the lunar month, but you're setting this intention right now. But you're setting the intention at new moon. At the next new moon, so November new moon, if you're doing this for a quarter, you would look at where you are in that process of changing your habit. Is there more work that you need to do? Have you received more clarity about that during the month? Because you will be receiving more clarity because you're focusing on it. You're focusing on, why was I doing this habit? What can I replace it with? You're taking in all of that information on that first month of that quarter. Your second quarter, which would equate to kind of like the full moon energy, you would be looking at how do I bring that more fully into my life? How do I embody it? So on your second quarter new moon intentions for that new habit, you would be looking at, all right, how do I embody this habit? 
and setting that intention to embody it, to make it yours, to be that you don't even have to think about it anymore. And on that third moon of your quarter, you would be reflect on it at that new moon. What have I done? What do I still need to do to make this a habit? Is it close to being a habit? Do I still need to do some work on this? Yeah, I need to still do some work on this. So I'm resetting that intention of making this my new habit, my new way of being. That's what a habit really is, is how you act, how you behave. And then you're looking at that. And then by the end of that third month, so by the end of that lunar month of December, January, you're going, okay, yeah, I've got this. Okay, what else do I need to clear out? Get ready for what else I'm setting for my next quarter's new moon. And that process you'd be doing for your new moon intentions. If you're doing it for just one lunar cycle, you have a quality you want to bring in your life. So you want to be more aware of the choices that you're making. In the Dancing with the Goddess Sisterhood, we're doing Goddess of the Month on the lunar cycles as well. And this October is Hecate. Part of her qualities is awareness and choice and magic and being on those crossroads. So for this lunar month, you could be setting that quality that's connecting with Hecate that you want to be more aware of the choices that you're making. And part of the way that you can do that is through human design. I love human design. And when you know your human design, you can look at what's the best way for you to make choices and make decisions. That's part of that awareness. And you can look at your human design. If you are a sacral, then you're looking at, oh, how's my body reacting? Is it a uh-huh, uh-uh? If you're emotional, you've got to feel into it. Give it a few days. Give it at least 24 hours and feel into that. If you're splenic, that decision is going to be here. Pay attention to that so that you're practicing that. So you're setting the intention that I want to be aware of my choices and the choices that I'm making and how I make my choices. So you've set that intention. Now you've got a tool, human design, to experiment with that and pay attention to that. Another tool you can use would be affirmations. Now we're working from new moon energy is setting the intention. And right after the new moon, the waxing moon, which is seven days. And in that seven day period, you're taking that inspired action. You're working toward that intention. So for this intention of being more aware of our choices, part of that inspired action is if you don't know already, get a human design chart. And I will put in the show notes where you can get a free one 
and that's from my friend Dina at Human Design Hive. That's humandesignhive.com. You can download your chart and see what your authority is. Listen to podcasts about what Human Design Authority is, and Human Design Hive has some great episodes on that. Other inspired action you can be taking is write some affirmations about that of, I am aware of the choices that I'm making. I listen to my authority on how I'm making my choices. I set the boundaries that I'm making my choices in alignment with my design and what's right for me. So that you're not being pressured by somebody else to make a choice that isn't right for you. And you would do the same process on whatever else you set on your intentions. Now, I would not do 10 or 15 intentions for your lunar month. That's a, a lot. And yes, there may be F-bombs that get dropped in this show because I may be spiritual, but I still use that type of language. And I don't see there's anything wrong with it. When you make too many intentions, set too many goals, it puts your mind and your energy into overwhelm. Two's three. Five at the max. Three's a good one. So you might do one intention for your body. Want to get in shape. So my intention is to be doing the body groove routines at least three times a week. One would be your body. What do you want to do in your body or physical? That would include money, work, your mind. So you could do one for your mind, which would be, I want to learn, I want to learn more about human design. I want to learn more about Hecate. So you could set that intention. And then a third one, if you're going mind, body, and spirit, spirit would be that one that we talked about with Hecate on being aware of the choices that we're making. That's more of a spiritual aspect. Your intention could be meditating more often. I don't want to say every day because not all of us are built to be doing something consistently every day. The only ones of us that are built that way are those who are generators and have that consistent sacral energy. I don't have that. I'm a projector. So for me to set a goal or an intention that I'm going to do something every single day, it is never ever going to work for me because I don't have that consistent energy. That's why it's good to know what your human design is because it can tell you that and you're not working against yourself when you're setting your intentions on the new moon. So you've set your intentions those first two days and for October, that would be October 16th and 17th. And now you're in that waxing phase. The moon is getting bigger. You're working on your intentions. You're working on your goals. You're taking those first steps. If we're taking the gardening metaphor, you're watering those seeds. You can't just put the seeds in the ground and not do anything in hopes that they're going to grow. 
Sometimes they will, but not necessarily. They need some tender, loving care. They need some water. They need you to weed them. They need you to pay attention to them. And it's the same with your intentions and goals. In that waxing and growing phase, you've set the intention now. What do I need to do? What is the inspired action I need to take? How am I going to water these seeds? What is it that I need to learn? Is there something I need to learn in order to achieve this goal or intention? Maybe you'd need to learn some human design. Maybe you need to learn to meditate. Maybe you need to learn more about business, more about your financials. Maybe you need to learn what is it going to take to change my job? So I set my intention, I want to change my job, and the work that I do. What do I need to do? What are the steps that I need to take to do that? That's what you're doing in this new moon through waxing phase. Some of the goddesses that you can work with for this phase, Persephone is a good one because she's all about newness and spring and rebirth. So any of your spring goddesses would be a good one. Hecate's my all-around go-to goddess. I've been working with her probably 30 years or plus. So I think, oh, she's good for everything. But she can be a good one of... What do I need to get off of my butt and do? Because Hecate is not your nice, gentle. She's the, come on, get moving. <laughs> yeah, she's here. Look at goddesses that are for beginnings, for starting things. And those would be some of the goddesses that you would work on for this new moon. Or you could do like what we're doing in the Dancing with the Goddess Sisterhood and working with a goddess, and we'll be working with a different goddess every lunar month and a different one from around the world. I have like 24 on my goddess council, so we're gonna work on those first. And they're from all over. You can take a goddess that you want to work with or who is knocking on the door and saying, hello, I want to work with you. That happens. It happens both ways. There are some that say you've got to wait for a goddess to choose you. Not necessarily. You can be researching a goddess and saying, okay, I want to work with a goddess with this quality. I want to bring that quality in my life. You can work with that goddess. Make sure to do your research and make sure that if it's not in your culture, if that goddess isn't in your culture, that you aren't appropriating, but you are appreciating. There is a difference. But in my 
belief system just because my body hereditary is XYZ doesn't mean I can't work with the goddess from another culture. That's kind of a bit, as far as I'm concerned, that's a bit Hebraic of saying, oh, this goddess who's coming to me and wants to work with me, especially if it's one that's coming to you and wants to work with you, for you to say, oh no, I can't work with you, Pateska and Yan, white buffalo woman, because you're Native American and I'm not. That's being in hubris. Oh, I can't work with this goddess. Your ego is getting in the way in that instance. If the goddess from whatever culture is coming to you, she wants to work with you. And of course, if you're looking at a goddess to work with, always, always ask, do you want to work with me? Just don't assume that they do, just because you're researching them. It's not always the case. And if you're working with someone who doesn't want to work with you, it's just the same as with humans. If this is a goddess that doesn't want to work with you, you're not going to have a good experience. That's one of the things that you could do at the new moon is connect with the goddess to work with for that moon. It may be that you end up working with that goddess for a whole year. Maybe she's just there to work with you for that single lunar cycle. When you're setting your intentions at this new moon, I like doing that as a ritual. Not to say, oh, it's new moon, I'm going to do this. Sit, if you have an altar, sit at your altar and really connect first with your inner self, with your inner being, your inner goddess, so that you're not setting intentions and goals from your ego brain but from your heart, from your soul. And then connect with that, what is in my highest and best good to be working on for this lunar month? What are the intentions and the goals for me to work on this month? And listen for those answers. You may want to use your pendulum or other device, other tool, to help you make that choice of what to work on. For this new moon, should I work on getting in shape better and doing body group stuff? Oh, yes. For this new moon, do I need to launch the Modern Mystic Storytellers program? And this is a no for me. So you can use your pendulum or whatever other divination tool to determine what is actually right for you to be working on. After you've done your 
ritual of setting your intentions, planting your seeds. Go through this waxing stage through up through just before full moon, paying attention to listening to the guidance that you're receiving on how to bring that into your life, how to flow that in, the steps that you need to take, the inspired action. I hope this has helped you in knowing what the new moon is, the energies of it, and how to work with it. I've given you a few ideas of things that you could do at the new moon. I want to invite you to join our Dancing with the Goddess Sisterhood. It's a membership on Circle. Like I said, we are working with Hecate this month. We will have a full moon circle, which will be right around Halloween, so that'll be fun. One of the things I have planned for this sisterhood is a monthly coffee chat so that we can connect with each other and make this into a community where we get to know each other. We have friends of other like-minded, like-spirited women, other modern mystic women, goddess women, shamans, witches. You're all welcome. I invite you to join me there. I would love to see you there. And if it isn't the right time for you, that's fine. We'll be here when it is. And we are complete. May you dance with the goddess in love and joy. Thanks for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and it deepened your dance with the goddess. Please subscribe and share with your girlfriends. Posting a review of the podcast helps others find the show. To support the podcast, please donate to buymeacoffee.com forward slash D-W-G-P-O-D. That's D-W-G-P-O-D. Your donations help support the cost of hosting, editing, and production of the podcast. We appreciate your support. May the rest of your day be amazing and that you dance with the goddess in love and joy.